Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Episode 129, Numbers, Chapter 15. Well, welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. My goal is to read through the Bible one chapter at a time, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, this morning, let's go ahead and ask Holy Spirit to open up our mind and open up our spirit and open up our spiritual ears to hear what he would say. So, Holy Spirit, we welcome you. And, Father, we uh, come before you and we declare that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There is no other but you, O God, we bow low before you and we declare that you are our Lord and Master. And Father, as we seek you throughout your word today, we ask you to send Holy Spirit or as Holy Spirit is here with us, that he would open our ears, open our eyes, open our spirits to what you would have to say to us today. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. I'm reading Numbers chapter 15, reading out of the NIV. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, after you enter the land, I am giving you as a home and you present the Lord food offerings from the herd of the flock as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, whether burnt offering or sacrifices for special vows or free will offerings or a festival of offerings. Then the person who brings an offering shall present the Lord a grain offering of a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with a quarter of a hin of olive oil. With each lamb for the burnt offering or or sacrifice, prepare a quarter of a hen of wine as a drink offering. With the ram, prepare a grain offering of two-tenths of an ephah and the finest flour mixed with a third of a hen of olive oil and a third of a hen of the wine as a drink offering. Offer it as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. When you prepare a young bull as a burnt offering or sacrifice for a special vow or a fellowship offering to the Lord, bring with the bull a grain offering of three-tenths of ephah of the finest flour mixed with a half a hand of olive oil and also bring a half a hand of wine as a drink offering. This will be food, will be a food offering and aroma pleasing to the Lord. Each bull or ram, each lamb or young goat is to be prepared in this manner. Do this for each one. For as many as you prepare, everyone who is native born must do these things in this way when they present a food offering as an aroma pleasing to the Lord for the generations to come. Whenever a foreigner or anyone else living among you presents a a food offering as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, they must do exactly as you do. The community is to have the same rules for you and for the foreigner residing among you. This is a lasting ordinance. For the generations to come, you and the foreigner shall be the same before the Lord. The same laws, the same and regulations will apply to both you and to the foreigner residing among you. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land to which I am taking you and you eat the food of the land, present a portion as an offering to the Lord. 
Present a loaf from the first of your ground meal and present it as an offering from the threshing floor. Throughout the generations to come, you are to give this offering to the Lord from the first of your ground meal. Verse 22. Now, if you as a community unintentionally fail by keeping any of these commandments of the Lord gave Moses, any of the Lord's commands to which through you through him, from the day the Lord gave them and continuing through the generations to come. And if this is done unintentionally, without community being aware with it, aware of it, when the whole community is to offer a young bull for the burnt offering as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, along with its prescribed grain offering and drink offering and a male goat for the sin offering, and the priest is to make atonement for the whole Israelite community, and they will be forgiven. For it was not intentional, and they have presented to the Lord for their wrong a food of offering and a sin offering. The whole Israelite community and the foreigners residing among them will be forgiven, because all were involved in the unintentional wrong. But if just one person sins unintentionally, that person must bring a year-old female goat for a sin offering. The priest is to make an atonement before the Lord for the one who erred by sinning unintentionally, and the, when the atonement has been made, that person will be forgiven. The one and the same law applies to everyone who sins unintentionally, whether a native-born Israelite or a foreigner among you. But anyone who sins defiantly, whether native-born or foreign, blasphemes the Lord and must be cut off from the people of Israel. Because they have despised the Lord's word and broken his commands, they must surely be cut off. Their guilt remains on them. Verse 32, while the Israelites were in the wilderness, a man was found gathering wood on the Sabbath day, and those who found him gathering wood brought him to Moses and Aaron and the whole assembly, and they kept him in custody because it was not clear what should be done to him. Then the Lord said to Moses, the man must die. The whole assembly must stone him outside the camp. So the assembly took him outside the camp and stoned him to death as the Lord had commanded. Verse 37, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, Throughout the generation to come, you are to make tassels on the corners of your garments with a blue cord on each tassel. You will have the tassel to look at, and so you will remember all the commands of the Lord, that you may obey them and not prostitute yourself by chasing after the lust of your own hearts and eyes. Then you will remember to obey my, all my commands and will be consecrated to the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. Well, that's an interesting chapter. I mean, there there's a couple of things that you're like, whoa, that's a little, as in our words, we would say harsh. So let's start at the very beginning. Verses uh, 1 through 21, we're talking about the supplementary offerings. When someone wants to bring something to the Lord or if they want to fulfill a vow, there was some prescribed inter, uh, directions for that. Oh, excuse me. Oh, early this morning. I don't usually yawn, but anyhow. In verse 14, it says, For the generations to come, whether a foreigner or anyone living among you presents a food offering, pleasing to the Lord, they must do exactly as you do. So the law was the same, whether you were Jewish or whether you were someone who decided to uh, be enveloped, I guess, in the Jewish way. A foreigner would be someone who was not of Jewish blood, but was living among them, whether, you know, forever or uh, just for a short period. So then it goes on in verse 22. 
22 through 30, and I want to specifically bring out a verse, and this is about offerings for unintentional sin. You know, one of the things that I want to talk about for a moment is the unintentional sin. We have a way of believing that if we didn't mean to do it, it doesn't mean anything. But according to this word, it does mean something if we do something against God's law. If we break a law, whether it is intentional or not intentional it's still breaking god's law and it still needs to be repented of of course there's a different way in which we take care of that we wouldn't go out as we'll go on and stone a person because they unintentionally sinned or the whole group unintentionally sinned but it still needs to be developed it still needs to be dealt with and once it's acknowledged or once it's known that it was a sin it needs to be dealt with and so I think that's very clear in this chapter. And we, unfortunately, um, here in the in the um, what we call the Western world, the United States, if you're listening to me from um, outside of the United States, I'm speaking specifically for our nation, tends to not put so much uh, importance on something if it wasn't intentional. We seem to be very flimp, flippant about uh, being very, um, if it's unintentional, I didn't mean it. So that it's like it washes away the guilt. The next thing I want to say is that in this particular scripture, because I looked it up in verse 30, it says, uh, native born or foreign blasphemes the Lord. And I was real interested in that word blasphemes. But if you go back to the King James, and then if you even go back further to the original Hebrew word, it really um, is translated presumptuously. Um, it's something in the in the you know we did it on purpose uh, would be more the connotation uh, towards that. And then um, it goes down into verse 32 and it starts talking about there was the gentleman who was found gathering wood on the Sabbath. And it, then we hear that you know they put him aside until they figured out what to do. I mean the man was just collecting wood, right? But this is why it's so important for us to remember that the law, God's commands were so important. And I think we now, in what we call the New Testament, but after Jesus, because he's become our sacrificial land, we, we kind of just wipe it out. But yet, even here in this scripture, it talks about the foreigners that live among us. Now, I'm not telling us that we need to go back to wearing blue tassels on the side of our, our, on the side of our garments, nor do we need to sacrifice bulls and goats, because we already have our sacrifice. But I think what's real important is that we remember that there, this is very serious when we sin and that we should be more circumspect um, in how we live and we should be, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know how else to say this, but to just say it, we should be holier. And because even as this chapter ends in verse 41, uh, it, it, the last sentence, um, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, and I love this, to be your God. I am the Lord your God. He desires to be our God. He wants us to be separate. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be set aside to be for his purpose. Uh, I did read one of a commentary who uh, said about the, the tassels on the garments. And he made the recommendation or maybe uh, maybe gave a nod to those who wear Christian wear. I've never been one really that has really been a person who wore a lot of, you know, you know, advertising type Christian, you know, uh, there's been some cute ones, but I'm not a big T-shirt person in, in the first place. But, um, you know, if we was to wear and I'm not, you know, saying that we need to start a new thing. But if we wear Christian wear, you know, shouldn't we um, make sure that our lives match the Christian wear? And because we wear Christian wear, don't 
wear Christian mirrors? Shouldn't they be able to tell by our lifestyle and who we are and how we act and what we do and how we speak and how our life is different from others in the world? Um, which that should be seen whether we have a t-shirt or a shirt or a hat or and I'm not against those I, I think those are really nice but I, I just really want to caution us to make sure that wearing a t-shirt doesn't negate us uh, being very uh, sensitive to what the Lord would have for us and being separate and being holy um, anyway that's a lot to think about today how can we make our lives more holy intentionally and I use that word on purpose being more set apart and being more like God and being more like holy. Interesting things to think about today. So, Father, we ask you to help us to understand how you would in our day become more holy, more set apart, to honor you more fully. So, Lord, we ask you to speak to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia. You can find out more about me at realliferevised.com. I invite you to go to the website, get on the email list. Next time, we'll be discussing Numbers chapter 16. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his purposes, with his peace, with his presence and his protection as you commit yourself to know him through daily devotion. Have a blessed day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.